You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Two footy legends covering all things sport for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Yes, it is Sats and Badge coming back from a long weekend. Oh, what a massive Let's weekend start it work was! Every week on a Tuesday, I put two kilos on, and that was all in chocolate. And uh, you, Badge, you're raving on about how you got an eight out of eight, and you think you're the only person in Australia that got eight out of Hang eight. Hang on a sec. I just need a nod or a shake. Jack is our producer. It's great to have a good producer. Yeah, Woogie's well, away for two weeks. Yeah, and he might yeah. need me back. Jack, have I raved on about that at all? Have you heard me mention it? No, I've not heard it yet. Yeah. Thank you very much. I think the you're word, saving the word is yes. The word is yes. No, I did send you a text last night. You did. After the Parramatta game, and I went, uh, is there a bonus for anyone? <laughs> just hypothetically, if anyone gets eight out of eight, do you get bonus points? Yeah. You got back and just said, not a chance. Yeah, well, plenty happened over the weekend, didn't it? There were some blowout scores in the NRL, some tremendous yep. games also. We've got two teams that are undefeated. The Brisbane Lions, a last second win. Uh, on the weekend also, and uh, against Collingwood. New rules in the NRL, another new rule with the 18th man, a tweak to that. It's been, I like that, the morning. way they've tweaked it. I think it's going to help. Yeah, so there's plenty to talk about. Of course, we've got a Kia Top 7, a lot happening over the weekend we'll cover on as well, and uh, we'll have a hot topic, which is which is based around the competition, some of the big score lines, and is it a concern? Is the salary cap working? Mm. Is it argument for is, and against? Is, so. it, is it, you know, the other thing tossed up, is it about clubs just with poor roster management. Exactly. Bit of that as well, but Fair it's all it's contriving to some of the biggest score lines we've we've seen in in decades. Yeah, and uh, Chris Nelson will join us from Racing Queensland as well. If you want to join us on the show 0477736736 or you can get us on Twitter as well at sportsday qld. This is Sports Day for Kia introducing the all new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Sports Day, Sports Update. Yeah, Sports Update. There was plenty of it over the weekend. Commencing on Thursday night, there was some amazing rugby league over the weekend. The first three games, lopsided score lines that we saw over Thursday and Friday, but we saw some tremendous tries scored but also a tweaking of the new rules. And, of course, in round five, which is this weekend, the 18th man is going to be introduced badge, whereby if you have three failed HIAs, you can then activate your 18th yeah, player. Like for that, that for us, I think for everyone, look at it, that's just a token gesture by the NRL, and it seems they're, they're covering their butts to say, oh, yeah, just in case we did. Mm. But they've tweaked that, haven't they? And this, this, I think this is important that you can now – they're saying if you have – you can replace a player who's injured in an act of foul play. So, for example, we tossed this up last week, yeah, didn't we? Nathan Cleary was injured. He was knocked out by Dallin Martini Zalesniak with 10 minutes to go in their clash against the Bulldogs. 
uh, and Panthers uh, wasn't able to return. And uh, that would be the situation where you could make an 18th man, activate the 18th man. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and H- sometimes that'll be a HIA, you know, early in the game or, yeah. or an incident early in the game. As we've said, you know, you're spearing at the legs of a kicker. Bang, he's gone. You're on report. Kicker goes off, injured, on you, on you bring someone else. So I, I think that was really important, that little change to it. Um, now, they've also said um, this emerging player that can be your 18th man, uh, in fact, now is not really – doesn't really have no. to be an emerging player. It's just someone Who's in your top 30. Hmm. So so you just name – 21 players. 21 players. Today. And when you do your 17 yep. uh, an hour before the game, you also would name your 18th as Which an emergency. Which has to be out of that 21 that uh, you named today. The finalised, yeah. yeah, the 21. So this is where uh, the argument will come back. Badge is that you can use an X Factor player, and I'll give you an example. Jason Taumalolo, coming back from injury, mm. not quite sure whether he can get out sixty-five minutes. But you throw him in as eighteenth man. Yeah, but he mightn't even get on the field. No, he, he might, might not. Need, and what if, he might what if you're desperately needing? He might not get on the field. He might be a week away from. Yeah, okay. But you just put him on the eighteenth man if if a player is fouled or concussed from a high shot, and the player's put on report. You can activate that X factor. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, I, I I don't think that's a – anyway, I don't think it's a big concern, but it could be because someone said to me the other day the AFL started their 18th man uh, in round one, so they're only a week behind us, in round one and the first and, – and with an automatic yeah. week off for someone who gets subbed out and in that first round, a few days later, there was an application to him to say, oh, no, hey, the doctor said he's all right. Yeah. The guy we subbed out, can he play? So – yeah, they'll, it'll, it'll be interesting. But, I, look, I am glad we've got it. For those extreme cases that we we have – this year is extreme, isn't it? We've had all, all those injuries to at certain clubs at once, you know, to the to the Sharks and the Raiders a couple of weeks ago. And, and now we get these extreme score lines, these blowouts that are like it's, – it's almost like back to the Super League days. Exactly. And we're going to talk about that in our hot topic coming up. Now, Badge, I'm going to throw this year around the injuries. And everyone's saying it's the new rules is too quick. They're fatigue-based injuries. Has it got anything to do – and you've had a background in strength and conditioning. Has it got anything to do with shortened preseason? Not as many trials. Look, that, that could be something to do with it, Sats. Um, and a short – yeah, a shortened preseason, therefore a, a less preparation – could have something to do with it. I'm not sure if they'll ever really be able to put their finger on it and say definitely. Mm. That's why. But a bunch of things contributing contributing to these uh, this spate of injuries. I would personally, my opinion would be more so that players are just now getting used to this. Um, and I, I, I don't want to use keep using the word speed of the game. The game hasn't sped up. It's just been more continuous. Yes. So players are tireder and not getting those little nana naps in between that we get, you know, that we all love that get us through the day. That's what gets them through the game. The walk to the scrum. The, the, uh, the ball goes into touch and, you know, it takes 10 seconds before everyone gets to the scrum or, the, or just different times. Got, they, they've cut them out as much as they can. But so therefore, think- they're, they're a bit... For they're fatigued more and, and poor technique creeps in. Do you think the scrum should be an option? You know, the player goes over the touch line, it's a play the ball wherever you want to play it. Should the scrum be an option now? So I know, oh, no. You, you, I'm, I, I think it was a really good point that you, you made about a week ago, Sats, about, yeah, if you, you've got these great scrum plays you want to use, you could say, we'll take the scrum instead of... Or the, you look around at your teammates and you say, ball. you know what, we need another 30 seconds. So yeah. we're going to have the scrum. By the time we form it, we laid... We, we're coming off our line. Back our line. Uh, back our, bend our backs. 
It's a good point you know, too, yeah. I think it's something yeah, that, The good maybe thing about the NRL, they're always saying they're willing to look at all these new rules and tweak them if they have to. Now, um, good news for the Broncos, it seems, as Channel 7 reporter Chris Gary is reporting that Katoni Staggs is on the verge of re-signing with the club. Uh, mm. Four years, reportedly around seven or $800,000 a year. And they've said, well, they'll give him the first option at 5'8 next season, which he wants to play. What does that mean for Anthony Milford? Oh, I think it, it means Anthony Milford's on the way out. Yep. And Anthony Milford's certainly not going to get the sort of money he's... Um, Off contract this year, he's, yeah. he's getting. He would have to have an extraordinary turnaround in his form after just four games for him to be uh, on the wanted list mm. and to get anywhere near what he's getting at the moment. But he's capable of it, It's but it just doesn't seem to be there. Has he got the will? I don't know. Yeah. I, I just don't know if he desperately wants this team to to win every game. Mm. I, I might be off the mark, but that's just the feeling that I get. I just don't see this this complete and utter desperation and where you give everything you've got and you're absolutely stuffed at the end and yep, you might you might lose, but you know, you're gonna you're gonna win more than you lose. That's not there with Anthony Milford, like a lot of his teammates. It's just not there. Yeah, I think you're right. You have hit the nail on the head. So, and that's why the likes of Katoni Staggs, who's such a competitor, Do you know when are really important to Tonga them. Tonga beat Australia two thousand nineteen, I think it was. Was it two thousand nineteen? Whenever I think it was. So, yeah, two thousand nineteen. Yeah. Katoni Staggs played half back. In that game. Oh, did he? So people are questioning whether he can play the position. He has played a lot of five eight. Yeah, he will oh, I'm, be I'm a... questioning it. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying he can't play it. I think he's. I think he's a better runner. Yeah, but he's he's an outstanding runner. But he might just be that. Yeah, from maybe it's a bit like Jack White. I was just going to just going to say the same. Slotting in from fullback, where we thought, oh, this is going to take away from his running game, but. He's not the the ball playing five. He's developing. He's getting better at it. And Katoni Staggs, I think, initially will be more of a runner. But it, it often it, it it will. It'll depend on who's inside him. Might yeah. have the combination with Tom Dearden might be perfect. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I think it's not a bad situation that they're in. And just uh, just to finish off, Cowboy star Jason Taumalolo could return this week from a broken hand, which is uh, much welcomed. Uh, this is Sports Day for Kia, introducing the all new Kia Carnival, Australia's first. GUV coming up next, Chris Nelson from Racing Queensland. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. On Sports Day, time for a Racing Queensland update. Queensland is your place to race this year. Yeah, he joins us each and every week, Chris Nelson. How are you, Chris? Sats, how are you? Going well, thanks. Badge, how are you going? Yeah, well, it's not always your place to race. Well, it usually is, but, gee, it's been bloody wet. We had some races called off on the weekend, didn't we? Yeah, we did, and, uh, golly, how bad was Easter? That was just uh, a very – might as well have been working over Easter the whole time. I think it was just nothing <laughs> to do I'll put on two kilos. It was terrible. <laughs> it was like lockdown all over again, yeah. wasn't it? Mm. Yes. So what is Look, going um, on? Well – we're supposed to race at Ipswich tomorrow, but that has to be in some doubt. And looking at the radar, there's plenty of rain around the Ipswich area, which is already a heavy 10. So we may not race tomorrow at Ipswich. If we don't, we'll certainly race at Townsville Thursday and Rockhampton on Friday. And look, we'll be fine when we get back to the weekend at Doombin because we've got some warm, sunny days towards the end of the week and Doombin dries out really well. Feature there is a three-year-old quality for $125,000 over 1,050 metres. And guys, we're getting closer to that winter carnival. It's only a few weeks away from kicking off. We also race at the Gold Coast and Toowoomba on Saturday and uh, we'll be back at the Sunshine Coast for all 
eight races, maybe one more, on uh, Sunday with uh, certainly no rain such as last week on the radar. So Sunny Coast was cancelled yesterday, oh, is after that a few races on Sunday, yeah. Yep. Sunday. I think it was, Chris said off there, three races in. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, the last three. We got through five, and then uh, the last three just got too wet. Visibility mm. became a problem for the jockeys as well, so... Hey, Chris, yeah, it was what, an early day for everybody. While we're on that note, what's the state at the moment of the Eagle Farm track and, and what's going to happen there? Because there were some dramas um, uh, the last few months about the state of the track. What's the latest? Well, we've, it, it's, been a, it's been great the last, uh, last couple of months because it drains so well. Uh, any rain in the Eagle Farm track's just been soaked up like a giant sponge. So really, in this sort of uh, weather, the weather we're getting at the moment, you'd be happy to race at Eagle Farm every single day mm. of the week because you'll still be racing on a good track. But, uh, and, and that was the case last Saturday. The track, was, uh, the track was certainly good at Eagle Farm. It was soft to start with and, and then good later in the day. But, uh, yeah, look, it's, uh, we're only, what, three or four weeks out from carnival time. It's going to get plenty of use over the carnival, so it'll be a good test for the track. Hopefully everything uh, works out well. And I have no reason to think that it won't, guys. Now, you said the, the jockeys were having poor visibility on Sunday. Is that with or without the blinkers on for the jockeys? The <laughs> The goggles or the blinkers? The goggles. <laughs> the jo- I'm joking, Chris. Oh, I'm joking. Chris. Hey, listen, we'll, uh, Chris Nelson from Racing Queensland. We'll talk to you again later on the week. I'll get you back for that next time. Oh, Thanks, guys. I'm just going to hand him the Racing uh, <laughs> Queensland handbook, Chris, so he knows what he's talking about next time. <laughs> Please do. Yeah, don't go anywhere. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Coming out next, we've got the hot topic. We're going to talk about the salary cap and is it causing a gulf? Between sides and these big score lines we're seeing, Badge. Mm. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Now on Sports Day, it's time for our hot topic. For expert car air conditioning service you can rely on, visit repcoservice.com. Yeah, you'll be blown away with car air conditioning service at Repco Authorised Service. Book at repcoservice.com. Com. There's plenty of debate over the weekend around a few of the scorelines, uh, most notably the first three of the of the weekend. There was uh, the Melbourne, the Brisbane Broncos. There was South up against the Bulldogs. Blowout scores in uh, those early games of uh, of round round four. So there was a question, a debate thrown up around the disparity between the top teams and the bottom There's teams. There's a gap. There's a dead set gap. Isn't there is there? a huge gulf between the sides. That's the word. The gulf. next the next argument is is the salary cap working badge and I've always believed the salary cap is is the right format for the National Rugby League you have to have um, some pretty strict rules around keeping everyone as equal as possible. It's policed a lot better than it was. It is. It's now I'll throw stronger. this at you I'll throw it and also the listeners that, that might be aware that the salary cap works for a reason. It, it, you can't keep everyone you can't keep successful sides together for long periods of time with the salary cap. Five years ago the bottom four was the Knights, the Roosters, the Eels, and the Rabbits five years ago. And in the eight were the Bulldogs, the Cowboys, and the Broncos. There you go. Well, that's turning things around, isn't it? It is. So I suppose the next argument surrounds, is it more around club administration and the people who are responsible for recruitment and retention? I would say absolutely. Um, I I did uh, read an interesting point today that the, the two most successful clubs of the last half a dozen years or so, maybe 10, uh, would, would you argue the, the Storm, have to, have to be the Storm and the Roosters, yep. uh, both have very, very small amounts of juniors, almost none for, the, for yeah. the Melbourne. They've had to create 
you know, a, a base up in Queensland and, and the Roosters don't have much and they have to. So they are, they are not development clubs, they're recruitment clubs. So because they, con- they concentrate ex- solely on that or mostly on that, they've had to become very, very good at it to be competitive. Is that the most important part of, of building a roster? as opposed to developing players where you get clubs that spend a hell of a lot of money on development, such as the Broncos, who've got a really big... Penrith. Yeah, yeah Penrith. Um, there'd be lots of them, of these clubs. The Cowboys they have got great amounts of junior players that spend a lot of, well, time, not necessarily money, but time and effort on bringing those kids through. Is it playing off? Is it paying off? Well, at the moment, you'd say not for the Cowboys, not no. for the Broncos. Mm. It's, it's certainly not working for them. Sometimes you lose, you lose your focus... At the top end as opposed to the underbelly. Now, the strength of any company, business, rugby league team, sporting organisation is your underbelly. Absolutely. And a lot of a lot of clubs get away from that. They'll look at the top end. Who's our marquee players? What age are they? How sustainable are we going to be with the ages of those players? Mm. And, and in each of those key positions, what have we got coming through the pathways? Hence, this is where Rabbitohs fans have to take note. It's a really difficult situation at the moment with one of your favourite stars who's a junior, yeah. Adam Reynolds. You, you must be just perplexed at a lot of you just going, you know, a couple of mates that are, and Woogie, he works with us. He's, why why don't they sign Reynolds for longer? Well, they got stung with Sam Burgess and Greg English retiring and had to pay big payouts for them. Mm. But not only that, by committing big money to players at the end, back end of their career, it means you may have to forego some junior players. Yeah. Like... Joseph Sawali, mm. or the, the, the other kids that are coming through. They have made a conscious, I believe, a conscious decision to keep, keep enough there to keep feeding that bottom end um, and make some tough decisions at the other end on those senior players. It's a really difficult situation. But they, they, want, don't, they don't want to be, in five years' time, as you just read those stats about, you know, the, the Broncos and, and, uh, and the Bulldogs, Bulldogs and Cowboys. Cowboys. They don't want to be riding that roller coaster and back down towards the bottom end of the table. They want to be up in the, around the top four still in five years' time, and that's part of the reason. So I believe it's rostered salary cap management, first and foremost, that has these better clubs going so well. Absolutely. And well, it's not a fluke. You don't yeah. just go, oh, hopefully we'll have some good kids coming through. I look at the Cowboys and I look at the Bulldogs, and I feel as though that both those coaches have gone into their clubs. Even the Dragons, to a point, with Anthony Griffin, I think they've gone into those clubs and they've said – my first year, there's going to be carnage. There's going to be road carcasses everywhere. And I'm going to upset a few people. And we're going to have to stand together as one, as a club. And you've got to have faith in each other that at the end of this, in year two, year three, mm. we'll start seeing the benefits and the fruits of it's this. It's difficult for a new coach that comes in and then you convince everyone on the board yep. to stay strong and don't panic along with all the media hype around, we haven't won enough games. You know, the Cowboys, how's Todd, Toddy Payton going? Yeah, how's Trent Barrett going? Mm. Are they going to stick solid with him because they got a, a plan, a good plan? I tell you, I tell you a really good example that's not involved in rugby league. It's AFL. It's Damien Hardwick, the coach of the Richmond Tigers. For years, they were perennial ninth place getters, eighth place getters. They could never get any better. It's around the Tigers. Uh, yeah, it's and, the name. And they had, they had an amazing roster potential in their roster as well. But Hardwick, they he just said, "Listen, we're going to get there eventually. You've you've just got to bear with me." And in, what, in five years, they've won three comps. They've been amazing. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's the same with some of our coaches in, in the NRL. But, you know, the, the question was, 
is the salary cap that's causing the gulf between sides? No, it's not. Yeah, it's not. Well, that the margin you've you've tossed up from the weekend is like twenty six points average between the teams. Yeah. After four games, I think it was forty. The first mm. four games of the round, it was ridiculous how you know how the, the haves and the have nots, and and we do have those sides. Oh, look, I'm hoping it becomes a bit more even, but. Can't see that top eight changing too much. No, it can't. Oh, the top six, there's definitely a top six that stands out, doesn't it? And everyone's fighting over the last Well, two the Dragons have got positions. themselves in there, and that's by surprise, but still they haven't played the top side. Did very well against the Knights, but still haven't played the top sides. Yeah. So I think it's from round 2004, I think, from round 16, the highest since round 16 of 2004, most points on average per game. Yeah, which is nearly 30 points, Yeah, which is a lot, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, coming up next, we're going to go through all the teams on Team List Tuesday for this shortened week after a, a long weekend. Uh, this is Sports Day for Kia, introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. This is Badge and Sats. This is Sports Day for Kia, introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Round five on the horizon already. I keep forgetting it's Tuesday. And of course, mm. it's a team list Tuesday where all clubs pick their top 21. And some big names back. There is some really big a names. missing too. Yeah, uh, we'll go through all the teams and pick in some of those games. A juicy matchup. And the first game, Badge, is Thursday night. Stadium Australia, Rabbitohs versus the Bronx. Now, the Bronx have only picked 20 players. They haven't picked 21. What? I don't know if that's with that injuries got? or I don't know what it is. But uh, Benji Marshall, well, he comes into the number six jersey. Cody Walker's suspended. And so is um, Colin Matangi. He's suspended also from that game against the Bulldogs on the weekend. Jacob Host comes into the back row for the Broncos. Herbie Farnworth, who's been one of their better players in the first four rounds. He's out with uh, a shoulder injury. And Paddy Carrigan is suspended due to uh, Tuvita Pengod Jr., is named to start at uh, lock forward. Uh, the first game on Friday badge is at uh, Central Coast Stadium, the Warriors versus Eagles. It sure is, and Adam Fanua Blake is out. He, he copped a knee injury, yeah. so he won't be playing against his old club. Uh, Lisa Armao comes into prop. Bunty R4 is out suspended. Torhu Harris uh, is the other prop forward for them. Uh, Jack Murchie's moved from the bench into the back row, and Kane Evans has been named on the interchange, playing his first match for the Warriors, uh, Tom Ailes also on the bench. Bailey Searanen misses out there. And for the Seagulls, uh, sorry, Tommy Turbo uh, miss another week. Mm-hmm. Not named in the 21. Morgan Harper comes into the centres to replace Moses Suli, who's out injured. And Jack Koshevsky starts in the second row, replacing Morgan Boyle, who uh, who hurt his shoulder. Um, Tofoa Sipley is the new place on the interchange bench. And, and get this one. Ben Travojevic named in the reserves, oh, was the extended bench. So matter of time. Could be three of them very soon. Yeah, the Friday, the second game, Blue Bet Stadium at Penrith. I cannot wait for this one. Panthers up against the Raiders. There's not many changes. Of of course, uh, Ivan Cleary stuck with the same 17 that did the job against Manly last week uh, quite comprehensively. I'm looking forward to the matchup in the back row. The right side, Hudson Young. Young, tough, taking on... Big Viliami kick-out. He'll get stuck yes. in the kick-out, I think. Yes. And for the Raiders, Joseph Tarpanay. Well, he comes back in after an ankle injury. Um, and uh, Josh Papali'i and Ryan Sutton, who's been one of their best players in the first four rounds, Sutton, he's starting in the front row. Mm. Two of the best front rows uh, in the game. Young ones coming, going to face each other in this next game. The Titans and the Knights, the first game on Saturday. For Suamala Awi up against uh, Daniel Saifidi, mm. who's been just... Uh, 
fantastic for the start of the year, of course, playing rep footy. So for the Titans, Brian Kelly comes back into the centres uh, from his broken hand. That pushes Phillips, Philip Sammy back onto the wing. Anthony Don uh, misses out. He's got a hip injury. Ash Taylor, he's been named in Jersey 21. So he could be a late addition to the side uh, this week. The Knights, oh, what a struggle. Mitch Pearce is going to miss 10 to 12 weeks. But the troops are arriving in the form of uh, Kalen Ponga returning from a shoulder injury. He'll be at fullback. And uh, Tex Hoy, who's been playing okay there, he copped a hammy injury, so he will miss out. Blake Green will start at halfback. Looks a little bit underdone, Scotty Sattler, mm, yeah. or, uh, or overdone, whichever way you want to look at it. Uh, Dave Clemmer has been named, as I, I uh, mentioned before, David Saifidi, but Clemmer will be there uh, despite injuring his knee last weekend. He was hobbling towards the end of that game. Connor Watson moves from the bench to 5'8". Kurt Mann isn't suff- uh, playing because he suffered a head knock last weekend. Uh, and Randall, Solo, and Jones are na- new names on the interchange bench. But the big news there, of course, is Caelan Ponger's They're back. They're a mess, Newcastle, unfortunately, aren't they? Are. they? they yeah, are. the Bulldogs play the Storm uh, Saturday at 5.30 at Stadium Australia. And for the Bulldogs, Dallin Wittini-Zelezniak, he comes back from suspension. That was the high shot on Nathan Cleary a few weeks back. Uh, Nick Meaney is out with uh, rib injury. And for the dra- uh, for the Bulldogs, I should say, Josh Jackson and the prop, the Pommy Luke Thompson he returns from um, suspension. And uh, for the Storm, Harry Grant, he's been named in jersey number 21. That's a sign he's nearing a return from the knee injury. Felice Kapufusi returns from suspension, that uh, that hit on Ryan Madison. And so uh, they're looking pretty strong, the, uh, the Melbourne Storm, as they lead into Ray in round five. Now, uh, Saturday, the final game at Sydney Cricket Ground Badge, the Roosters up against the Sharks. Looking forward to it. And the Roosters, uh, unchanged 17 from the side that beat the Warriors uh, the other night, Ben Marshke uh, remains in the squad. He made his debut in uh, in that game. And for the Sharks, Jesse Ramian comes back from suspension mm. into the centres. Uh, that's important for them. Good player. Connor Tracy goes back to the interchange bench. Braden Trindle will move from the interchange onto the uh, extended reserves bench. Uh, two to go on Sunday. Sats, Tigers and Cowboys, the oh, first one. Oh, Leichhardt Oval. Can't yeah. wait. Sunday afternoon. Hope it's a fine day. Uh, Mo Zumbai moves into the centres with Kapoa. Left out, Tommy Talao moving on to the wing. Uh, Michael Cheekham comes on the interchange bench. And for the Cowboys, Tao Malolo has been named to return Whoa, a lock from a broken huge. hand. And that pushes Josh Maguire back to the interchange bench. Uh, so, yeah, everything uh, looking on the up for the Cowboys. A, it's a timely return for uh, Jason Tao Malolo in the final game badge. You're covering, which is the Eels and the Dragons at Bankwest. Both last start winners, Ryan Madison, uh, coming back from a head knock. He'll be in the back row, and that means Isaiah Papali'i. Hasn't he been good? Mm. Papali'i goes to the bench. Bryce Cartwright could be making his debut for the club off the interchange bench for uh, for the Eels. Keegan Hipgrave and Ray Stone both uh, being pushed out. And for the Dragons, Jack Bird uh, comes in at centre, where you'd expect him to play after his one-game ban, Braden Williamid dropping to the bench. And Jackson Jackson Ford is the 18th man. Hey, Badge, Corey Norman was good on the weekend. Yeah. Wasn't he? I think he covered that game for NRL Nation, didn't he? he? I thought he was um, one of their best. I thought he was okay in the first half. Gee, he um, came into his own in the second half yeah. for, the, uh, for the Dragons. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting, that 18th man this week, who gets selected as that 18th man for each of those sides. And if any of them are used. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this is Sports Day for Kia, introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV, and we'll cover the Kia Top 7 from the weekend. This is Sports Day for Kia, introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Now on Sports Day, the Kia Top 7, the Kia Sorento, winner of car sales, car of the year. 
Yeah, we could have had a Kia Top 21. So much happened over the weekend. Uh, but kicking off number seven, Badge in the Kia Top 7. Yeah, uh, the Lions secured a last-minute victory. 45 out, a straight kick to win it. Bailey's put on its way, and the Lions, the nomads of the AFL, win in nothing short of heroic circumstances. It's a victory for the displaced. Great work, Zach Bailey, under pressure. And, uh, of course, they beat Collingwood and they were filthy. Well, the week before, Bailey was the one that should have got the penalty. Should have, but didn't. Didn't get it. As soon as it hit his laces, he was celebrating. He just knew that he'd he'd hit it sweet. Yeah, number six, well, the Queensland Reds, they're going great in the Super Rugby. They thrashed the Rebels 44-19. And get this, tight head prop Taniella Tupo scoring a hat trick. He's a gun. Well, he can't be in the front row squad anymore. He's a gun. He's a big unit. Yeah, Is that the, the Tongan Thor? Tongan Thor, that's Tongan him. Tongan Thor. Yep. Yeah. Uh, number five in the key top seven, uh, Sam Walker made his debut for the Roosters. Of course, one. son of uh, uh, Ben. Uh, he was very good. He's only 18, but uh, it wasn't long before he left his mark with this try assist. Lussick comes across to Walker. He links up with Butcher. He puts it down. The Roosters find a way through them. And it was the 18-year-old halfback on debut. He was good. Nice. He looked like nice. he had he had 20, 25, 30 first-grade games under his belt. Mm, yeah, plenty of time. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Number four in the Kia top seven. Great warm-up for the Matildas. Uh, match against Germany. Sam Kerr, who nailed a first-half hat-trick for Chelsea. Yeah. She's and a gun, isn't she? She is fantastic in, uh, in great. Nick, I think she's leading the goal-scoring in that, uh, in that Premier League comp over there. Number three, uh, in Miami, late last week or on the weekend, was it Saturday maybe? Ash Barty had a fantastic win in Miami. That's the first time she has won two tournaments, the same tournament twice in a row, and keeps her world Her opponent, one. unfortunately, had to withdraw due to injury. So Yeah, but at, yeah. Yeah, it's funny that because it was 6-2-4-love. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't think it was going to go any other way. Yeah, I, now this guy in the Kia top seven, number two, He's got to go down as one of the great finishers of all time in rugby league. And Brett Morris, the Roosters winger, he scored the most tries in four rounds in the NRL. He's nine, equaling Phil Blake's 1995 yeah, so that, uh, pre-NRL. Yeah, that, that was, was pre-NRL. Yeah. Um, Phil Blake, the only person in the NRL era that scored nine in four rounds. Amazing. Uh, it, and the, the record? Uh, I don't know. How many? Ten. Ten. Jack Lindwall. Oh, that's a 40s, 30s, isn't it? 47. Wow. So is it Ray Lindwall's brother. I believe, yes. And uh, he would have played for the Dragons, I think. Okay. Now, I might be wrong there, Ben. Yeah, he's been amazing. His finishes have been absolutely superb. What's rounding out, Badge? Uh, well, it might just be the best 11 minutes by one player in 2021. <laughs> in fact, I'd go so far to say as it was. It was. that Those four tries to storm fullback Ryan Pappenhausen just blew Brisbane out of the water. He showed his toughness. Yes. Look out, here he is again. Pappenhausen, he's going to get four. This is unbelievable. They couldn't believe it. No one could believe it. Matty Thompson, the Just caller for nine, <laughs> got excited. It was he? amazing. I thought he's going to score eight tries in now, this game. Now, Badge, can I ask you as one of the great fullbacks, he's, what, 22 years of age. He's he's going so good because of the influence Billy's had on him. and oh, Because he can play too. He but can play he's also. certainly helped him a lot his with his positional play. have been really from, from Billy, hasn't he? He's been so fortunate to have that, that mentoring, that tutoring. But... At his age at 22, what he's doing at the moment, let's fast forward, barring injury, he's 31, 32. Are we talking about him, do you think, potentially like Tedesco, like 
Yeah, I think like so. a Slater. I think so. Gary Jack Belcher and those yeah. sort of guys. Yeah, I think. I think. Well, certainly be ahead of me. I think. I think he might be the guy that takes over from Tedesco in a few years' time. But he's going to yeah. be. He's going to be right there with him. Okay, um, if you're picking New South Wales side, I mean Tedesco's not going to be. He's number one. He's number one. Yeah. Would you carry a Pappenhausen on the bench if you're a New South Wales selector? Oh, when they're two nil down this series, I will. <laughs> You just, <laughs> you just bleed maroon, don't you? I do. Hey? You no, bleed maroon. Uh, that's it for Sports Day. And what it was, a uh, very eventful long weekend. Hope you had a, a safe and healthy – I don't think I don't think it's too healthy. I'll put on two kilos. So. But, you you know, you stayed inside and you stayed safe. I was safe. I was safe. Uh, this is Sports Day for a Tuesday for Kia. Introducing your new Kia Carnival. Great car they are. Australia's first GUV. See you tomorrow night. Bye. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.